Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. No matter where you're listening, around the world, this is Sedona Talk Radio. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to Spiritual Tools. My name is Melissa Boyd. I am the host of Spiritual Tools, and I am so delighted that you've joined us here today. If you are new to the show, I want to tell you that this show is all about raising your vibration because we are all energy beings on this planet having a physical experience. So as a full-time psychic medium, what I do is I connect to your energy, your auric field. I read past, present, and future and channel your loved ones who have crossed over. And time after time in sessions, people would say to me, well, how do I do this? And what about this? And what about that? So I thought, you know, having this show, Spiritual Tools, as an educational platform for you to meet people who are authors, teachers, practitioners from around the world would be an opportunity to help you raise your vibration. So if you want to learn more about my services, you can visit me on the web. I am at www.melissaboyd.net. And on my website, you'll find a series of videos to raise your vibration, links to this show, as well as a section that I call um, resources or soul tools. And that's just little um, meditations, things that you can connect into. So I hope that you, um, you go and check that out. And if you're in the New England area and you are interested in um, attending my classes, I do have um, actually one class coming up in November. It will be November 10th and um, 17th, and it is um, Remote Viewing, Expand Your Dimensional Reality. It's a two-week class, so it's two and a half hours. Two-week class, it's $100 for the two weeks. You receive a meditation CD. And then we do activities where we do a a mental telepathy activity. I also teach you how to travel in space and time how to do a medical intuition reading, which really is a remote view. Um, So if you're interested, you can sign up on my website as well. So that's that. So now on to the show. So I'm really excited. I always always get really excited when I have anybody on the show, but especially if it's someone who um, I've actually had a session with. And so um, tonight we have Caroline Morrison, who's – amazing, amazing um, practitioner with us here. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about Caroline as I, um, as I, before I introduce her to the show. So Caroline Morrison considers herself to be a multidimensional practitioner. She specializes in sound and color light therapy, incorporating the use of sound tubes, tuning forks, crystal color lights, and aromatherapy on the acupuncture and marma energy points and the chakras of the body. She is an Ayurvedic practitioner and a professional member of the NAMA, the National Ayurvedic Medical Association. Caroline has put her own unique spin on these time-honored vibrational medicines. Her major focus is on the energy field around the body, including the chakras, the mind, and thought, to facilitate profound positive shifts in wellness. She is on a personal mission to facilitate a deep understanding of ourselves as energy beings first and foremost, and I agree, including an understanding of the mind, 
what it is and where it resides. She emphasizes that the mind is energy too, a flow of thought that pervades your entire being from the physical cells to the subtle lattice work of energy surrounding the body. She says that the body is a crystallization or representation of the mind. The auric field around the body is a thinking, feeling force field, and the quality and frequency of this field of energy determines your health and level of joy. So welcome, Caroline. Welcome to Spiritual Tools. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm, I'm really excited about being here. Oh, I just, it's wonderful, like I said, you know, to have somebody that I've actually had a session with, and boy, did I travel in time when I worked with you. I just felt so expansive, and the work that you do with the body and, you know, with the mind is just really phenomenal. Uh, I definitely love the whole idea of vibrational medicine, and, you know, in your intro, you talk about um, the the body-mind, so... Um, it, it, this is like body-mind medicine. Could you explain more about the the mind? Sure. Um, yes, so the mind is, um, as, as you said earlier, everything is energy. So the mind is also energy, and the energy of the mind is thought. And so it's really important to understand that the mind does not reside in one spot in the body. Often people think of the mind as being in the brain, but really the brain is just a repository of memories. And it doesn't even really think, actually. So the mind is in all the cells in the physical body, but it, most importantly, it's also present in that egg-shaped energy field or that lattice work of energy that surrounds the body that we talk about as being the auric field. So we are all we all have this personal, smaller energy field that we carry around with us, and it, we're really within a larger energy field, which is more of that universal energy. So. This personal energy field surrounding us is the mind. I don't think people, most people think of it like that, but it's through which we create all of our personal reality, including the quality of our physical body. So in a lot of ways, I consider this field, this energy field around the body, it's really your personal magic genie. It's your canvas. It's your garden, so to speak. You can use any of those words. And um, and you have it to create with. In fact, the sum total of your life experiences is from from your thinking or from all of us, from for all of us it's our thinking, including the body, which is basically a crystallized or physical representation of the mind. So this fourth dimensional part of us, which is that higher realm, so to speak, which is less dense, so not everybody can actually see the energy around the body, um, but it's where we connect to other people and it's where we connect with that universal energy. And in reality, we only use about 10% of the power of our um, auric field. Um, and really that is where our power is. So if, you, if we just chunk it down a little bit and just to reiterate, the mind is thought and it creates your reality and it's literally everywhere. It's inside your cells and it's outside the body and it makes up your auric field. And there's a personal mind, which is yours, and then there is that God mind or that universal mind that we are really a part of through that personal energy field. I love how you describe that. And, you know, when I think about that, too, in my own life and in doing readings, I always tell people, you know, let go of your mind and drop into your heart because our heart does have a lot of um, intuitive mindfulness, which we don't realize. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
And um, so when we talk about the the auric field, um, you know, obviously we're going to talk a little bit about the chakras. And a lot of people have heard the word chakra, but they may not know, um, you know, what a chakra is or how the chakra relates to the mind. So um, can you explain how the chakras relate to the mind since they are part of our energy field? So when I think of the chakras, I I typically talk about eight vortexes of energy that line the center of the body. A lot of people uh, talk about seven, and actually there's more than eight, actually, but I use eight in my paradigm, so to speak. And so these are eight spinning vortexes of energy that line the center of the body, um, and they are separate centers, believe it or not, of the mind, and they operate independently and in concert with each other through bands of color, forming the uh, auric field. And so they are really mind centers. Essentially, the human body is what I consider to be a musical instrument, and it's based on an octave, which is eight, um, with each chakra having a note or being a note of that octave. And so together they form the overall tone and frequency and color of your lattice work or your auric field. So we are really beings of light and sound, which I'm sure you have spoken about many times. So I like to think about the body as being a harp in a sense. Um, Mm. So each chakra is a complete thinking entity on its own, and it has special functions and a memory bank of experiences. So some of the experiences that you've had in life, they really literally will fall into that a particular chakra. And each one is connected to a specific endocrine organ, And when a chakra is operating out of tune with an imbalance for a long period of time, of course, it will cause a dis-ease within the physical body, mostly in relationship to that specific organ, um, endocrine organ, or the other organs that are around that chakra area. So, for instance, if someone's having issues with the thyroid, it would be associated with the the throat chakra and If someone is having issues with the thymus, say immune problems, that is associated with the heart chakra. So I like to look at the channel of the mind as being the whole body, including the auric field and the heart, um, as you mentioned earlier, which is really the most vital center. It is the root of the mind, and it's that bridge to source energy and that place of love and compassion and caring. And that's why it's so important for us to all work on our heart and open our heart. Um, and when I work with someone, when they talk about their issues or emotions, you know, I start to begin to put together a picture for them. Um, and I relate their emotions and their feelings and things that are going on to specific chakras, for sure. Mm. It is, you know, and I think what's amazing, too, with the work that you're doing is it really is, um, when we talk about energy medicine, it is about learning or helping people to become in tune with their own bodies. And we live in a society that's very much about go, 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 think, 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 do, 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 and not so much about feel and be and sink into. So I think it is... um, kind of a, a new way of thinking for some people, but um, I love that, you know, you're a part of this National Ayurvedic Medical Association because I do feel that Ayurvedic medicine is really moving forward um, in this in this um, world right now and, and people are opening up to it, so it's really phenomenal. Um, so 
let's talk a little bit more about the auric field. How does the auric field or the mind get so out of tune? So one thing I'll just mention because you were talking about Ayurveda is yes, and a lot of my um, my beliefs, of course, um, are from my Ayurvedic teachings, um, and so especially the um, a lot of the information regarding the chakras. But what happens is that most of us our thinking is actually below our conscious mind. In other words, there's a lot of thinking that goes on below the surface that we're not even aware of in our subconscious mind. So it's similar to a computer where all the programs are running in the background and we're not really aware of these uh, deeper thoughts that we're having that actually keep us in this survival mode or this suffering that we can sometimes have going on below the surface all the time. So these are really just limited thoughts um, and we're really unaware of these feelings. And they really result from, you know, our life experiences, maybe the traumas that we've had in childhood or other things that have kind of happened along the way. Um, And what happens, and this is a big Ayurvedic piece, is that everything, according to Ayurveda, everything really needs to be digested or processed. And that includes the food that we eat, but it also includes the past life experiences that we've had or the things that we encounter now. And so what happens is that if we do not digest or process these feelings, because literally, just as you said in a different way a little while ago, we are basically awareness that feels. So these thought forms that we continue to think over and over, they actually start to form a matrix of patterns, and they're really just memories. And they glow in our auric field. And then they attract, because like attracts like, they attract other energies of the same frequencies. So we are really what I consider to be walking billboards or a reflecting mirror mm-hmm. attracting the same experiences um, of life over and over, basically creating the same things over and over. So when we have a repetitive thought that's caused by, say, something that's happened to us in an earlier time, over time all a belief is is a thought that's been thought over and over again. So for, just let me give you an example. So say if someone continues to attract in their love life the same type of abusive relationship perhaps, um, that's a really great example. They don't desire to have that happen, but because those earlier experiences were not digested or, say, allowed to flower um, and be dissolved, then they will continue to attract Um, because of the energy that's kind of glowing in their auric field, they'll tend to attract the same type of relationship over and over. It's it's pretty phenomenal, isn't it, though, that when we start to change our thought patterns or think of something in a different way or release it, because I know a lot of your work, too, is about releasing, because I did experience that in my session with you where I was releasing you know, blocks or old patterns or thought forms. And I think that's really um, incredible energy. Um, the other thing I, I was thinking of um, before you, before the call today is just to have our listeners think about, you know, um, if you're saying, okay, I kind of get this. I, I know we have chakras. I know we have an auric field. But if you're listening and you're trying to put this together, think about your own life where you went, walk into a room and there's someone's back is to you, but you can feel that something isn't right even though you don't even see their face. Without realizing it, you're actually feeling their energy because we really are energetic beings. And so 
if you're listening and you're, you're kind of trying to grasp some of these concepts, I would say try them out on your own. Like when you walk into a room, kind of feel the energy of who is in the room and what they're feeling. And then when they start to speak, see if that matches what you felt, even though you may not have had a conversation with them, but you're using your feeling energy to, to connect with that. I mean, that's a great example. And I'll just give another example right now. So, for instance, when we go through some of these natural disasters that we have, say, um, like the tsunami or the hurricane Katrina, and even though we may not have been right in the middle of that, that we actually will have a response to that, emotional response. And that's kind of an example of us being all fully connected because we can literally feel, in a lot of ways, the emotions and the pain of for the people that are actually going through that. And that's another really good example of how we can become more and more aware of how we are actually connected to other people and how um, our buttons, so to speak, or our emotions can be pushed by, you know, experiences that are going on in life for other people or for ourselves directly. Mm. So... um how how do we keep this continuous feedback loop going and continue to create the same life over and over? So our thoughts basically are a lot of them are in response to memory. And our emotions are the response to these trapped patterns or these trapped thoughts. So, for instance, when something happens in our life and we get a button pushed or we'll know immediately if we can just stop. But if we know, like, oh, my gosh, that made me angry or I'm feeling really sad by just by what just happened, the thing that we have to do is stop and remember, oh, my gosh, okay, I'm having a feeling. Um, we, w- the thing you don't want to do is continue to repress the emotion that starts to come up. So, so every emotion that happens in response to something that may trigger uh, something for you in life, we have to make sure that we don't repress or pack or store or even express uh, that emotion that's behind us. So say, for instance, if it's anger. Because what happens when we repress, or even if we do react a little bit, say if we come out with anger, we're only partially feeling that emotion, and then the rest of it we are stuffing down below only to be able to start to um, grow. It actually starts to become stronger and more powerful and leading eventually to mental toxicity and illness. So really we need to feel the feelings behind that emotion. And they need to be experienced and felt deeply. And sometimes that's really scary for people because they're afraid of how they're going to feel and they're afraid that the, uh, the feeling of it is going to be too intense. But the actuality is, is if we actually sit and feel a feeling, it will really peak within a very short period of time. And then by allowing it to peak, that's really allowing it to flower. And when you allow it to flower, you are literally digesting it, and then actually you are uh, letting it go. So it's really important to notice what's happening and and to fully feel your feelings um, and not to continue to do what we do as a society, which is, repress everything oh that's i love how you said that because it is true you know we do we do have a society that's like you know what's more what's next what else and we you know we do have very high um you know alcohol rates so people using alcohol or drugs or um 
you know, turning to things outside of themselves. And I, I do think that when we do become more aware of who we are as beings and, you know, listen to ourselves and be intentional with our thoughts, that we do not just create that life of living deeply for ourselves, but for you know, we start getting a synergy energy. And it's so true because I think that people are afraid to feel those feelings, but it is. Mm. It's like when you feel it, you can release it and flush it and let it go. Exactly. And when we use things like alcohol or drugs or even food, um, chocolate, you know, whatever it is, we are definitely using that in a way to um, not not feel our feelings for sure. You know, that's what we're doing mm. is we're actually repressing um, and actually giving our power away in a lot of ways by doing that because right. um, by giving our control to a substance. And, you know, we've all been guilty of doing it at various times in small and sometimes large ways, but that is definitely a, a big way to repress your feelings and, and something that we really want to try and work toward not doing that anymore. Oh, absolutely. And I've shared with my with my listeners, you know, I was 315 pounds and addicted to alcohol because I didn't want to feel. And, mm. you know, how amazing that this, like, uh, honoring my feelings and just letting go um, allowed me to release the 160 pounds and to let go of alcohol and food as an addiction. And um, and I like to say that because I like to tell people, you know, my life wasn't always vibrant. And, you know, when you are willing to surrender and let go, you'll be surprised at how much you're held by a higher frequency because I, I do feel that um, we all can have joy in our lives, like you talk about, you know. We just have Absolutely. to I think, be willing to let that go. And I know our listeners are going like, okay, talk to me about sound and color. So can <laughs> you talk about um, how sound and color actually affect the, um, the body or the auric field? Yes, well, I'll talk a little bit about what I actually do. So um, typically during the first part of a, a session is that we sit and talk for a while about specific issues or illnesses that are going on, things that have been challenging. And I do teach people literally how to sit and feel their feelings because often people don't even know how to do that. So we begin that process early on of really starting to unravel or digest the feeling behind the emotion. And then what I do is I move people to the uh, massage table and um, I start to use the sound and color to really fully shift the pattern and hence um, shift the energy field. And then as you shift the energy field, you're shifting the chakras. And ultimately, if you shift the mind, which is the uh, energy field around the body, including the chakras, you must change the physical body. It has to happen. Um, And of course, I can do this distance also, but so um, if you work on the physical body and then the energy field around the body, I, I particularly use these sound tubes, which look like giant wind chimes hanging from my ceiling above the table, going about 10 feet. Um, and then I use um, tuning forks on the energy points of the body, all at specific frequencies according to the organs and also um, according to what the frequencies are of the um, chakras. So the energy points on the body are literally doorways of consciousness. And um, the chakras are reservoirs of consciousness, so just bigger points of entry. And once you use sound on those points, they it allows that inner pharmacy that we all have to start to be unleashed. And it starts to do its thing. So sound and color, I really believe, is 
over time is just going to become more and more of a common treatment for for health mm-hmm. issues or for not even just for health issues, but just as you want to increase your consciousness for sure. I love just working with that. But sound and color will increase your capacity to hold light in your auric field. And what it does is it dissolves these densities and patterns that are in the field that are caused by these thought forms and these limiting beliefs that you've accumulated over time. I mean, sound will shift matter and so won't color. If you think about a singer, literally at a specific frequency, a singer can break a glass with their voice. So that gives you a profound idea of what sound can literally do. And actually, mostly it's very subtle so you won't have the experience in your body of something shattering like that. But um, what the sound will do, it unravels your mind and your energy field will expand. It has to. And as the energy field expands, this is really beautiful, your ego shrinks, that part of you, that the part of us that guards and protects all these patterns. And so because of that, you begin to draw just naturally different experiences Um, and then the old unwanted experiences start to drop away and you begin to tap into that, what I like to call that inspiration frequency, that universal mind, and we become lighter and lighter. And then you also start to feel like you have more energy because these dense patterns, they take up a lot of energy and they actually cause fatigue. So if someone has a lot of fatigue, chances are they may have some of these patterns and thought forms that really need to be eliminated. And you start to get to experience that peace and calm that's always there underneath anyway and that multidimensional aspect of yourself. You know, I I know you're describing it, but I've had a session with you, so let me tell our listeners it was as if um, my physical body just disappeared completely and it was as if I was just floating in nothingness. I could not feel my body, but I could feel the opening and the releasing of some of the patterns that we talked about shifting in my session. And it really was quite um, phenomenal, especially with the sound tubes and the color and um, the music just really um, helping penetrate that forward. Um, and I, I, I talk with people about tuning forks as well because tuning forks have what's called a cymatic effect. So actually the sound will help to change the patterns within your cellular structure, which is yes. amazing. Absolutely. And um, I definitely could feel that, and I, I, I completely agree with you that we are going to be moving in a society where color and sound will become more mainstream in terms of healing and opening um, opening up the body. So that's, that's really amazing. Um, I also thought, um, would you talk a little bit about, because I know you also use essential oils, could you talk a little bit about smell too and how it affects the body or the auric field? Well, color is... Um I use aromatherapy in the sense that um, my colors are kind of chemically put together so that it's almost like you're smelling a color when I use aromatherapy. But they're very subtle um, energy themselves, similar to sound and color. So they will do very similar things that sound and color do on the body. So aromatherapy is very powerful like that. 
in fact, um, color being one of my favorite tools, um, one of the things I love using with it is um, the aromatherapy. Mm. Nice. So it will shift energy in a very in, in a very similar way. Mm. So um, what can folks do at home to help themselves as they're listening to this? What can they do? So I think what we all need to start to do more of is begin to think of ourselves as really an artist. And your auric field um, is your canvas. It's your canvas that you can create on every day of your life. and Or you can think of it as a garden. And I like to use that uh, symbology or metaphor also so that you can start to be really careful with your thoughts because we are thinking thousands of thoughts every day. And most of those happen to be in response to negative memory. So we have to start to catch ourselves for sure. And one of the ways you can do that is just spend, uh, you know, even if it's only five minutes a day in total appreciation for what you already have in your life, it's amazing. And, of course, appreciation is a very high frequency, and it's equivalent to love, um, which is the highest frequency. And people can read high-frequency material, listen to um, high-frequency blog talk radio with Melissa. They can, uh, you know, and stay away from stay away from negative news and books and mm. movies and things. And you know, be aware of your feelings. You know, start to really notice. Oh, I'm having a strong feeling. And of course, sitting in stillness and meditating uh, really allows you to connect to those higher frequencies and helps to balance the chakras. And of course, you start to get more hunches and you're able to hear your intuition. Another big thing that I like to encourage people to do is really get out into nature more because we are really part of nature and especially in the fall in New England we're really lucky to be able to go outside right now and experience all this amazing color all around us so you can just have a color session by going out into nature right now Um, Mm. and then one of the yeah, one of the final things I like to talk about is using your imagination because imagination is the same substance and structure as the astral and etheric world. So imagination is real. And with your imagination, you are creating a vision um, in, that, in that auric field or your canvas of your mind. And if you hold it long enough and it's amplified with feeling, you will actually change your reality. And And reality is is that you've already used your imagination a lot in the past to create what you have. You just weren't really uh, aware that you were doing that. So, and of course, I think it's always great to find and work (laughs) with a really good sound and color practitioner um, who can really help you get a a significant leg up on these illusions and these limiting beliefs Mm. that are in your auric field so that you can move forward. So. And you know, I, and I've said this. I've said this to you before, and and I, I I know as a medium, I study with, you know, other mediums, and I you know belong to groups where I'm constantly learning and shifting. And I love that you do the same. And I'm always promoting people who are um, really studying and learning, and um, you know, working on a. Um, I would say like a a professional standard of this work, and I would say absolutely that you do that and it resonates, but you also have this beautiful, your own beautiful energy through that. So um, would you tell us what your website is so that people can find more about you? Yes, um, sure. It's soulartswellness.com. So that's www, and I'll spell that out, S-O-U-L-A-R-T-S, and the word wellness.com. 
and I'm located actually in Portland, Maine, but I certainly am able to do uh, remote or distant sessions if people are interested in that type of thing, um, you know, using the phone for our conversations and then um, and then hanging up and then working on people. I would actually work on someone as if they were right in front of me, and then we would, after that session is over, then we would get together back on the phone and discuss what happened during the session. Um, mm. And um, I also have, and I, um, I've also got a couple free offerings. I don't know if you want me to mention yes, that please, right now. Please. But, okay, so one of the things I do have is a um, an imp- uh, I'm doing. I'm starting to do guided imagery uh, meditations, and so I have three right now. Um, a small selection on my website, but one of them is free, and they're called Divine Imaging MP3s. And one of them is free, and um, you don't actually at this time have to opt in to receive that, but I would appreciate it if you um, would actually opt in for my newsletter because I am going to be doing more of the MP3s, and I am going to be doing another one that will actually be free for people to download. Um, And it will be good experience if people are not as experienced in using their imagination. And then the other thing I'm offering is a 20 to 30 minute free consultation with me. All you have to do, all people have to do is actually email me and we can set it up and you're welcome to talk about whatever you want to whatever's going on um, with um, someone at the specific moment or if they want want to just talk about things that we talked about on the show today. Oh, thank you so much. That is amazing. So um, since this show is called Spiritual Tools, <laughs> what is your favorite spiritual tool right now? So I love the tools that I use, all of them. But like I said earlier, I think really if I had to pick one, it is the color tool. Um, and probably because I'm such a visual person that I love experiencing just visually the colors, um, and so maybe I have a little bit more of a, a sensitivity to the color. But, you know, it's interesting to see something that you think is so simple. For instance, I had a color workshop recently, and we were doing, trying to, everyone was picking their soul color, and this woman picked the color pink, but she insisted it was not a color that she thinks about very often. Excuse me. And then I had her stand in the light and drape herself with a beautiful six-foot long color silk and, you know, had her really breathe that color into her entire cells and her auric field. And literally, I mean, the change in her just from doing that for five minutes was really amazing and Mm. almost brought her to tears. And it was really, really, really profound. So, again, it's just another one of those. It's so subtle yet so powerful, and I love the visual of it. Wow. And, and, you know, I I do want to say to people listening, there really is a whole um, language of color. So I think people need to know that, too, that it's not just, you know, oh, that sounds interesting. You know, in Ayurvedic medicine, you know, color really does translate um, in so many ways, and it, it really is amazing how it shows up with people. You know, absolutely, and not a lot of people actually do color. I mean, mm. I mean, and it was through Ayurveda that um, that I was 
all of a sudden started seeking because I was so drawn to color. Okay, where can I get a little more color experience? Where can I go? Who who teaches it? And um, and so um, even though it's so powerful, and there are people that do it for sure around the planet, but it's not as prevalent as I think it should be. <laughs> oh, I absolutely agree because I, I do feel um, interestingly a little different than your work whenever I um, – I do I do my individual sessions, and whether it's on the phone or in person, I'll actually do a meditation on someone, and I see a color, and I just write it down, and nine times out of ten, the person that comes in the room is wearing that color, which is a strange thing. <laughs> I think that happens when and, I came to see you. <laughs> oh, for sure. Oh, oh, that's right. It's very <laughs> funny how spirit will say, this is the color for them or this is the stone for them that matches what they're going to be wearing. And it's just so amazing because it just validates that's the color that, you know, you're resonating with. So there's more, there's more energy medicine there than meets the eye. So it's very phenomenal. So um, Caroline, I want to thank you so much for being on the show today. And um, I will really encourage everyone to go to your website, soulartswellness.com. And is there anything else you'd like to tell our listeners tonight? Um, Other than thank you so much for coming on the line and taking the time to listen. I really appreciate it, and I hope to hear from you. And um, I hope you enjoy the the free download, The Healing Pond, and I hope you take me up on my offer for um, a consultation. Thank you so much, Melissa, for inviting me on. I so appreciate it. Oh, thank you. Have a beautiful evening. You too. Bye. Bye. Namaste. Well, wasn't that incredible? I I just, you know, color, sound, energy, it's it's so, so beautiful. And um, since this is a pre-recorded show, what I thought we'd do is end with a meditation. So find yourself in a comfortable position either sitting or laying down, close your eyes and breathe. Breathe into your beauty. Breathe into your abundance. Breathe into the now. And as you breathe in and out, I'd like you to count some deep breaths. Deep breaths in, deep breaths out. Allowing yourself to just go inside, inside your body, letting go of anything you're holding on to. Let your mind come to stillness. Let your eyes become heavy. Relax your jaw and breathe. In your mind's eye, I'd like you to imagine there is a staircase in front of you. Look at the staircase in front of you. Is it made of wood, marble, brick? What does your staircase look like? Just imagine your staircase in front of you. And with your eyes still closed, just drifting off into a deep, relaxed state, Imagine yourself walking up the staircase, the first step, the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, 
you continue to walk up the stairway, you start to see a bright light ahead of you. And you feel lighter and brighter. The eighth step, the ninth. When you come to the tenth step, you walk out into a beautiful green field full of dancing daisies, purple lilacs, yellow tulips, pink roses. Breathe in all the colors, the green grasses, the bright yellow sun in the sky, the bluebirds sitting at a feeder, breathing in the tiger lilies with their orange energy. And you're dressed all in white, a sparkling light. You're barefoot. You start to walk across this field. As you walk across this field, your feet step onto white marble. And the white marble feels so truthful to your feet, clean and clear, energizing your being. You're breathing in the colors, drinking them in with your eyes. Just start to walk or skip or jump around. Feel the energy. There's butterflies that start to fly in and out of your energy field. You see the yellow butterflies and the blue butterflies. You see butterflies of all different colors just flying in and out. And now you see a purple and green dragonfly in front of you. You hear and see a hummingbird red to the side. You're immersed in spirit. Allow yourself to feel healed in this place, in this space of higher consciousness. Go ahead, you see an opening in the field, and it's near a little pond, and this little pond has a little waterfall next to it. And you just lay down in the grass. You can feel the green grass on your fingertips. You can smell the water and hear the water. And the warm sun just basks down on your forehead, just shining all the way down your whole entire body. Allow yourself to rest and to sink into your being. You are a vibrational being. Allow the earth to soak into you. Allow the sun to surround you. You may see some dancing energy within your body or around you, like a shimmery light. This is your auric field. And allow your auric field to be healed here. Anything that you've been worrying about, just let the energy just sweep down your body and go into this beautiful pond to be restored to oneness. And as you push your leg forward, your toes dip into this cool pond and the energy just goes over your toes relaxing and anything in your 
energetic field in your body, mind, spirit that wants to leave, just let it come to the top of your head and go all the way down through your feet. And just let it go out into the water. Let it wash away. Let your body feel lighter and lighter and brighter and brighter. And allow yourself to come into you, the deepness, the oneness that you are, and breathe. So quiet here and peaceful, protected and joyful. Sit here for a few more moments. In the distance, you start to hear some bells. These bells are just sending energy and love to your body. Slowly and gently, when you're ready, you're going to stand up from the field, from this pond. And as you stand, you feel lighter and brighter. You feel limitless. There's nothing you can't do. There's no problem too big that can't be solved. And you start to walk back down the path through the smelling the lilacs, the rose bushes, the tulips, the daffodils, the daisies, the birds in the sky, just singing just for you, only for you. And as you turn back, just look at what color you can see the most. Breathe that color into your being. Allow that color to work with you and walk back to the staircase, holding this energy within your being, walking back down the steps. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, and one. And find yourself back where you are here today in space and time. Scan your body. Feel any cellular shifts that you've created. And when you're ready, gently and slowly open your eyes, coming back into the room, back into the now. And then bring your breathing back to normal. And I hope you enjoyed both this show. And I want to thank Caroline Morrison for being on the show and for sharing with us the amazing healing of Ayurvedic medicine. I encourage you to visit my website at melissaboyd.net to learn more about my services. I have a blog. I have videos. I have upcoming events. And if you join my Facebook page, which is Melissa Boyd Vibrational Intuitive Medium, I do have little um, snippets of information about opening up your energy. 
I also have a meditation CD that's available to purchase on my website. And I also do um, I have a meditation, three meditations, guided meditations, about an hour of them available on iTunes. And that can all be accessed through my website. I send each of you divine light, divine love, and divine peace. Thank you for listening to Spiritual Tools, and have a beautiful evening. Namaste.